When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Well, it looks like they've certainly beefed up the defensive pass rush, the front side of the defense, so that's a good spot for this defense to be in that division. And, and look, there's a real opening in this division. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has got, what, a couple of years left in Green Bay. Detroit, we don't know who's going to be the long-term quarterback right now. Chicago are waiting for Justin Fields to develop. So division is not exactly the AFC West right now. It doesn't seem to be going into the season. And Minnesota made some strong moves. I think it's a time where everybody's getting used to each other. Right. Kevin's seeing how Quasey works. Quasey's seeing how Kevin works. The organization is seeing how each work. Everybody's feeling each other out. And they go from there. But you have to like what they've done so far. There he is. That I believe he's now the $10 million man, Adam wow. Schefter. On Vikings Entertainment Network. Is that what it, the deal was? Shefty, Shefty and Woj going back to ESPN. And I think I saw that he's making like $10 million. So, now. so between between Aikman, Buck, Shefty, and Woj, how m- many people do we have to be prepared to be let go on some like arbitrary June day from that company? Oh, like to make up for their salaries? Yeah. 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 Bob, I mean, those the production four, assistant. Those four alone. Really going to save a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the problem, though. Like it's yeah, like it's, June fifth. Ah, we're letting most people go. Yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah. They always have these big rounds of layoffs. So we had let a hundred twenty people go because Stephen A. Smith's contract is coming. Yeah. Up. Um, sorry, Stephen A. You're uh, you're gonna be the camera operator too. So just uh, you know, when we throw it to a clip, just go change the camera angle. <laughs> All right. This is the Purple Daily reads the comments edition of the show here, presented by Surly Brewing Company and TCL, one of the world's best selling consumer electronics brands. They have a uh, new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL, where we just take your comments, questions, concerns, critiques. You can hit us up on any platform, but we just hit, uh, I believe it's almost 10,000 Instagram followers on Scornarth. so thank you guys. We just hit 5,000 TikTok followers on Scornarth. Thank you. You can also hit us up via the Scornarth app, the quick message tab. Let's start with this one. Judd's the TikTok star. Kids, kids love the talk. I was doing the Dante roll. Kids, kids love the talk. The kids love the talk. You kids love the talk. I'm doing the Dante it roll for you. Love. Look it up. So Jake Ward via the Score North app says, longtime listener from Idaho. Love the show. Thank you. My question is about expectations. My opinion personally, I think management and coaching staff expect to be competitive this year. But if there's a Super Bowl window, it will be 2023. That being said, what should a realistic expectation for fans be for the 2022 season? Playoffs, winning the division, Super Bowl? 
What are your thoughts on how many games you're expecting the Vikings to win, especially with their upcoming schedule? I'm going to add this from Skull Doctor via Twitter. Week NFC, you absolutely have to talk about the QB schedule that the Vikings are set to face in 2022. It doesn't scare you at all. They could actually get a pretty good bump in 2022. You know, we haven't done this yet. And the Uh-oh. order of the schedule comes out in like six weeks. Yeah. You guys want to, you guys want to, here's what I'd love to do. Let's go through, let's not pick the schedule necessarily. Let's do it this way. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's fire up the music. Okay. Let's go through, we know who their opponents are going to be. Yeah. Right. So let's go through all their opponents, quarterbacks. Okay. And tell me how many times the Vikings are facing a quarterback that you think is better than Kirk Cousins. And we can all kind of, we can do a consensus. Fair. All right. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Let's just, let's just do quarterback versus quarterback and see. How many times the Vikings have the quarterback advantage? Uh-huh. Chicago Bears home. Band Vikings. We'll do all the home games first. Okay. Bears. So, no. Kirk. Yeah, Kirk right. has. Yeah. Uh, I'm only going to tally the times where they don't have a quarterback advantage. Jared Goff. Vikings. I think we're good on that Vikings. One. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Packers. Packers. So, tally Packers. that. Mark it up. Dak Prescott. I think Dak is better than Kirk. I think Dak is better than Kirk, too. Yeah, it's probably fairly close uh, depending on the day, but yeah, I will go Cowboys as well so we can have okay. a consensus. Okay. Giants and Daniel Jones. Vikings. Kirk? No. Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Cardinals. I think so, too. I mean, yeah. he's, Kyler he's definitely lost do... some. His stock yeah. has fallen a little bit, but he can he's do a more. freaking joystick, it's man. Closer, yeah. It's closer than the Dak conversation, but I think Kyler. Kyler. Yeah. Okay, the the Jets? No. No. Mac Jones and the Patriots? No. Not yet. No. Yeah. It might it might that might flip-flop by uh, depending on when this game is played, but right now in April I'd go Vikings. Um Colts with Matt Ryan. I'm going to say advantage Colts hmm. for quarterback. Matt Ryan with that with that coaching staff, that offensive line, that running game, etc. Yeah, I give it to Kirk personally. Oh, on the tiebreaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where's that game being played? It's being played in Minnesota. I'll go Kirk. Okay. Look at you. All right. So those are the home games. Now the road opponents. So Bears and Lions again. Justin Fields yeah, and Jared Goff. Nah. Yeah. And Packers won't change either. Packers. Okay, so we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give the Packers another nod here. Mm-hmm. Eagles on the road. So Vikings on the road at Philadelphia. I'm gonna go Kirk Hurts because with, I think Kirk too. With Hurt with Hurts, I don't know yet. I just don't know. Yeah, he's a he's a fun guy, but I I still give the advantage to the Vikings there. And Kirk. Washington with Carson Wentz. It's a road game for the Vikings. But Kirk, I'm, give me give me Kirk. Yeah, God, I loathe Carson Wentz. Saints with what Jameis Winston right now. That's Kirk. on that's on the road though. I'm going with Jameis. Okay. Wow. On the road, I'm going with Jameis. Um, it's close, but uh, but to me, in that building, it can be tough. So I'll, I'll go Jameis. Okay. I mean, I'm going Kirk. Dex, you're the tiebreaker. Okay. Kirk. Kirk. Okay. Kirk for me. All right. Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Okay. That, 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 keep going. Joshy. Yeah. Advantage, Josh. And then Miami Dolphins and Tua. Kirk. Tua with some more weapons now, but yeah, give me give me Kirk in that case. I'm not a Kirk Tua guy. So one, two, three. I just want to make sure I got these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
Wait, home opponents. Is that accurate? One, two, three, four. Nine, nine at five, home, six, eight seven, on the road. Eight, nine, yep. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So five times in 17 games yeah. only, the opponent has what we think is a better quarterback. And a couple of these, like like Dak Prescott, that's probably debatable. We, yes. we yeah. on this show, think he's better. I think, you know, if you pulled everyone outside the show, it might skew toward Kirk. So that's kind of coin flippy. I mean, the ones that are just definitive are Aaron Rodgers twice and Josh Allen. Yeah. Yep. And then Kyler Murray, first half of the season, yep. probably a yes, Dak Prescott. So when you look at the schedule through that context, how does it change your perception of what this team can do? Pressure goes up, right? Like the pressure it increases. <laughs> yeah. the, the win total should go up too. Yeah. 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 I, look, I think that this team, and I, I think that we've discussed this and – from my standpoint, I've made this clear. I think that this team could sneak in as like a six or seven seed. I don't agree with Mar- Mark Wilf. I don't think that they are going to beat out the Packers with the current construction. But that being said, can they get in? Absolutely. Um, and yeah, when, when I look at that that QB schedule against, mm-hmm. they should be good. They should be yeah. good. Let's see here. Lane Lysing via the Scorn of the app says, I have a prediction. As I see the Packers roster self-destruct because they're overpaying Rodgers, I think the Vikings sweep the Packers this year. Oh, wow. I'd be a little careful thinking that the Packers are cooked just because you know, they've lost year. a couple key players, but yeah. they're still led by Rodgers, and you know, it's it doesn't feel like the same vibe. I don't think they're winning 13 games anymore, but. I would, I would be careful, like, crowning the Vikings until they prove it. But we'll The see. last two years, I have declared the Packers dead. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I forget. Can't, can't get fooled again. Fool me three times, can't get fooled again. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm done with that. I'm done declaring <laughs> the Packers. Yeah. I'm done declaring the Packers dead. Tommy Litz via the YouTube comment section. Purple Daily, where three Packer fans criticize the Vikings every day. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not true. There's only two Packer fans. I don't want to work. I am a Bears fan. I bang on my drum all day. How do you found out? Uh, Hold on. I'm going to land a leap right under the table. Hey. No. (laughs) No, don't do that. Those are very expensive studio counters. Or a kidney table from 1989 is expensive. (laughs) Uh, Gabe Lucas via the Scornorth app says, for my mental health, I'm going full homer this season. Kirk is the goat. Load up some Surleys. Uh, draft Sauce Gardner and send me one before I die shirt. Stock's going up. So I think that's the way a lot of people are choosing to approach it, which is, all right, whatever. You know what? Run it back. Good. Let's let's go all in mentally. I don't blame the fan base for that. You know what? What the hell? Oh. Why not? Okay, Dustin is a loyal listener, Dustin Swenson via the Scornorth app, and he has a problem with the tone of one of our shows this week. Okay. He says, on on the cap is a myth rant from earlier this week, which I think I went on that rant. Yeah, where's Phil Mackey? So you said people who say the cap is a myth need to be slapped. I I do think I said that. I I didn't mean physical violence, but I was referring to the Will Smith thing, whatever. Okay. He said, "Okay, I mean, we were we're uh, we're 16 million over, but we just signed people because the cap is real. The Saints were 70 million over, and they made moves to where they kept a majority of players and are under the cap. In your own words, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Because I'm one of those people that you say should slap myself. Oh, that pissed me off today. I'm not unsubscribing <laughs> because there's no time for petty BS. Um, I don't always agree with the show's point of view and statements, but as a member." 
I always have shown you guys the respect and thought that that was the code. So that said, I'll take a page from the wild GM. No time for petty BS. It's about bleeping winning. So it sounds like you guys are maybe being poor sportsmen. Listen, Dustin, the cap is preventing the Vikings from bringing in better offensive linemen. If they had more money to spend, and yeah, there's ways you can manipulate. No one ever said they can't sign players. That's never, I don't know where that comes from. But like, you threatened violence. Well, look, they signed Patrick Peterson. <laughs> but you woke up that day and chose violence. Yes, you did. And Dustin's <laughs> got you on that. <laughs> it's true. I did. I did. Like, you've got a so dog Dustin, now. Listen, man, no we appreciate violence. you listening to the show. I didn't mean to actually inflict physical harm on you in any way. But the salary cap does matter. It does matter. And the Vikings have found that out in the past few years. They just need a better offensive line. Well, they went to the scrap heap because they don't have enough money. It's part of the problem. Jesse Davis was the answer at right guard, apparently. So sorry, Dustin, if I, you know, threatened to physically harm you. It you did. You, my intent. you woke up that day and you chose, you, you and Will Smith both chose to slap. Uh, Richard in San Diego via the Scorner app says, I hope all is well with you guys and those close to you. I enjoy rooting for and analyzing Minnesota sports teams. I'm a little short on folks to share my thoughts with. That's why we're here. <laughs> my not. ideas probably range from moderately reckless to reckless. I'm really happy with our new head coach and GM in terms of who they are as people. It remains to be seen how well they do as decision makers. I'm willing to give them some slack. I'm not going to be shocked if the Vikings take a quarterback with the 12th pick. I'm guessing there is about a 55 to 60% chance of this happening. I would be totally comfortable with them going after Malik Willis, Sam Howell, or Desmond Ritter. I will be crushed if they take anything other than quarterback, wide receiver, corner, or possibly edge with that first pick. Mm. What per, okay? What percentage chance do you think they take a quarterback this year in the first round? Because I think it's zero. Yeah, like five. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's very very small. Two. I'll Not say zero, two. as our former friend. Well, I mean, as our friend Derek Whatmore used to say. Well, I mean, yeah, they they could with the commitment that they made to Kirk, it would be shocking because. The whole purpose in in taking one is to have that contract, yeah. And it would be down to two years, and, and then the fifth year option if you took one. So two percent, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, but I mean, cornerback, fifty-five to sixty, man. Edge, yeah, I could easily see that. What about wide receiver? What if one of these dudes? I mean, there's some wide receivers in this draft. Yeah, I, you know, I think KJ Osborne's your number three, but. <laughs> I'd be surprised if they took one in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if they took a Friday, a second or third round. Okay. Because we don't know. Maybe they look at KJ Asbury and say, oh, that's nice, but right. we can we can get another well, dude in here. And do, do they like Amir Smith-Marset? Because he's got speed. Yeah. yeah. He could definitely intrigue them. Michael Vila Scornothap says, I crack up hearing you guys say you're going to the liquor store for your beer. Here in New York, liquor sales only sell wine and hard liquor. Beer we buy at supermarkets, convenience stores, or a beverage center. Sadly, I have not been able to locate any Surly as of yet. Uh, Ryan Ludwig via the Score North app says, Hello from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I discovered you guys through the, through YouTube about a month ago. Thank you. And I'm hooked on Purple Daily. I'm very glad you guys provide insight on the Vikings that's not always 100% positive. I'd rather hear honest, truthful opinions instead of propaganda. Thanks for reading. Hope you guys can answer a couple of questions. First question, I'm trying to get some Surly in my area, but I'm not an IPA guy. I'll try Furious, but can you recommend a non-IPA Surly that they make? Dex, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I love the Furious, and to be honest, a Furious on tap is, is amazing. But I get it. IPAs are heavy, and they're a very distinct beer. Um, 
I would recommend The Hell if you like something more lighter, which is, uh, um, I believe The Hell is a lager or a pale ale. So it's, mm-hmm. or, yeah, it's a lager. It's a lager. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it's lager. a little lighter and it's easier to drink. Um, I also, if, and this is in only the tap room, but the Warp Zone is like one of my favorite tap room exclusive beers at Surly. I love going with that one. And then the Supreme, the Grapefruit Supreme. I, I proclaimed on, believe on Purple Daily last week that I was on a mission to find one because our friend Dave said to drop some tequila in the Surly Supreme, which is just combining all my worlds into one beverage. Uh, and I have yet to report back on that experiment, maybe for a good reason, but yeah. I would recommend the Supreme or the Surly Hell. As uh, other options, if you if you're not as in the heaviness of an IPA, hell is good. Look at me. I really should point. Yeah, I'm shocked that you know so much about beer and liquor. Dave, you hiring? Yeah. Let, me, fruit, let me know. Fruit forward guy, man. Yeah, the, the grapefruit supreme. Mm-hmm. All in on the fruit hey, forward. Just about that time, right? Ju- spring Declan, and summer. Declan doing Judge reads for him. Too. Well, no, he just went through a list. It was better than that. Like that was a life right. experience. <laughs> that was fantastic. I'm proud of my sports son. Nice. Uh, so, all right, so the second question here is, if this season turns out like the last two, you know, no playoffs, second half collapses, et cetera, do you think Kevin O'Connell and company will do a complete rebuild in 2023? No. I actually I actually think they're committed to <laughs> yes. trying to compete for the next two seasons. Yes. And then the rebuild would be 2024 if there is a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kirk contract, yeah. right? I mean, everything revolves around, I think, that contract. And, yeah, and you can't trade him class. unless he... Yeah, he has a full no trade clause. So if he does, if he wants to play in Minnesota, then you've got him through 2023. I think that there is a realistic or not internal expectation that this team is not going to really be down. That they're just going to continue to cruise. Mm-hmm. Feels like that. Uh, Joseph Jude via the Scorner app says, "Hey, all Vikings fan from New York here. A lot of a lot of New York Vikings fans chiming in this week. I like that question that might spark some interesting discussion." I've never seen the state of Minnesota in my life. My dad had the pleasure of getting to go there for a game in 2017. But besides that, I come from a large family of Vikings fans that have never come close to a Midwestern state. This has caused some various vitriol for me. Many of my Vikings, Bills, and Jets friends and family like to tell me I'm a fake fan for not following a team that represents my state. Of course, I ask the Jets and Giants fans that live in, uh, if they live in New Jersey, which makes them quite upset. Yeah. Idiots. I like that turnabout. Um, Here's the thing, though. My connection to the Vikings, I feel, is more unique. My great uncle was a massive Fran Tarkenton fan when he played. When Fran returned to Minnesota, he loved the player so much he chose to follow him to the Vikings, brought his fandom there. Uh, I feel a unique connection to the Vikings, and they are far and away my favorite team in sports. So with that, my question is, do you feel that fans from outside the state of Minnesota aren't true fans? And also, what Minnesota experience could us out-of-state fans do to really embrace the Vikings' spirit? Hmm. Besides drinking Surly, he says. Hmm. I do not think you're a fake fan at all. I mean, I listen, I'm sitting here in the oh. Pacific Northwest. We have, you know, I've got friends, you know, one of, my, one of my friends that's a diehard Wolves fan who lived in Minnesota for years, went to Edina, like, has lived in Los Angeles for 10 years. Like, there's so many Vikings fans and Timberwolves fans and Twins fans, Wild fans all around the country that, no man, actually, I feel like our show, especially with me being out here, is it's a safe haven for transplants. If you are a totally. transplant Minnesota sports fan, like we want this show to feel like your show and a home for you. I feel like the coolest thing we've done in the last two years, or like the thing that's really opened my eyes, is the amount of Vikings fans outside the state. I, I, mm-hmm. I maybe it was just bias. I did not know that there was this amount of Vikings fans outside of Minnesota. It, 
when we have people on Ventline, I would legitimately say it's about 50% outside of Minnesota that come on and join us, yeah. and that's awesome. Yep. No, it's great. And our, really cool. our world now, especially as sports fans, is designed to allow uh, fans outside of states to embrace a team. It doesn't have to be th- their team. You know, between the packages for hockey and basketball and baseball, and y- you can see all, all the uh, football games as well. Like, that's how our world is designed. That might be the dumbest thing I've heard. If anybody says, well, if you're, you know, I live in New York, you got to be a Jets or Giants fan. That's complete, complete nonsense. And I love it, the fact that his great uncle was a Tarkington fan and followed Tarkington back here. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for I would you. say this. So the first thing that comes to mind, you know, what can you do? as an out-of-state fan, to really embrace the uh, Minnesota or Viking spirit. This is more of a Minnesota thing. Go get a giant frozen pizza. If you can find Heggie's, awesome. I think that's more of a Midwest thing. Jack's, whatever it is. Go throw that thing in the oven, 420 degrees for like 13 to 15 minutes, maybe 18 if you want a little crispier, and cut that bleep into squares. That is how you eat a Minnesota pizza. Cut that bleep into squares. Love me some square cut pizza. You love me some square cut pizza. Um, uh, Judd, you can still dabble in pizza and still keep the weight off, right? Like you're not just eating kale for every meal. Oh, that's exactly right. And that, that's because of my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, a weight control uh, place that is based here. But again, so let's say that you're a Vikings fan. In fact, this is absolutely perfect. You're a Vikings fan and you're battling a bit of a uh, weight problem and you live in New York. And you say, you want to play center? And and you say, well, if you Please. do, but if you say, I'd like to be a receiver or a running back and lose that that weight, but I want to do it in the most Minnesota way possible. Livia is for you. Yes, they're based here, but guess what? Consultations can be done in person if you're in town, but if you're not, virtually. And so this is a perfect example of a Vikings fan out of side the state able to embrace a Minnesota thing. 25% off the program right now, plus 35 meals for free. That's right, 25% off the program, plus 35 meals for free. Livia.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. I am down uh, just about 40 pounds. Uh, everything fits. Summer is coming. I feel great. And guess what? Same opportunity exists for you. Again, 25% off the program, 35 meals for free. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Give them a try, and that is about as Minnesotan as you can get. <laughs> also, a real quick, April's Distracted Driving Awareness Month, and Federated Mutual Insurance Company is uh, shining a light on safe driving practices. So listen, just, uh, you know, there's a lot of things we don't have control over in life. Let's have, a, let's have a couple hands on the wheel. Let's focus. No texting. Safe driving. Make it home safely today for your family, for us, okay? Find out more about Federated Insurance and Distracted Driving Month at federatedinsurance.com. Okay, a couple more here on Purple Daily Reads the Comments. Dean Heasley via the Scorn of the App says, Everyone's saying how they're concerned about Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith's health for the upcoming year. My only concern is Irv Smith. We've been waiting three years for his breakout season. He missed all of last year, missed a couple games the year before, if I'm not mistaken. Do you guys think people are worrying about the wrong players concerning health? I mean, I think you should be worried about all three of them. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like Irv Smith like is that. kind of a forgotten figure here. Yes, and so if I had to rank them in order of panic or who I'm concerned about, I would actually go Zadarius 1, Irv 2, Hunter 3, because his things are, are more fluky now, right? It's not like his neck got hurt again last year. So I'm probably, I would probably put Irv 
Second, and that's a great point, because Irv Smith, as we've talked about a lot, was, in our opinion, poised to have a big year knee problem. I would put him to the, the Zadarius Smith back thing still scares me the, the most because the guaranteed uh, or lack thereof cash in that contract certainly indicates a concern about his long-term health. Yeah, yeah. I, I we've been waiting it for, on it for a while, but at the same time, this tight end boom has been happening in the NFL, and we're, we're, we're waiting for the Herb Smith to join in on that party, right? Like Travis Kelsey is an absolute stud, and you, they want to see the same thing out of Herb Smith. But last year, you know, Tyler Conklin stepped in and was productive. Was he an athletic freak and has the same ceiling as Herb? No, but he was able to cash in and still be a productive tight end. I, I, I hope Herb Smith does finally break out this year. It'd be great to see. Yeah, I think uh, I think he kind of fits into like this offense that KOC is going to install isn't going to be super tight end heavy like maybe the Kubiak offense is meant to be, but there's definitely still a place for Irv Smith, who's more of a tight end wide receiver hybrid. I feel like with his speed, I yeah. think there's some it's a it's a mismatch offense as they say, right? Let's let's create the illusion of complexity, make it look like we're doing a lot of things, but really we're just looking to take advantage of matchups and use a lot of the same concepts. Uh, with different looks. So there's matchups you can create that lean Irv Smith heavy within um, the preparation process. So, uh, and then JJ, see JJ DeMarais on Twitter. Mackie, you don't speak truth. The Vikings are expected to win nine games before the Pat Peterson signing. Add in the draft, it should be 10 by the start of the season. We are now a playoff team, and anything can happen in the playoffs. Listen, whether I'm speaking truth or not, I don't know. But... Yeah, Mark Wilf, you know, Mark Wilf said whenever it was at the owners' meetings, just got to get in, get into the dance, and anything can happen. Can anything happen? Were the Eagles going to win the Super Bowl last year? They got into the dance, anything can happen. They I mean, saw, I get that, like the Giants beat, right. the, you know, beat the Patriots one time. That's what they saw. But if you're, I guess if the goal, <laughs> we keep saying this, but like the goal isn't win nine or ten games and then see what happens. Like right. that's not the blueprint for winning a Super Bowl. There are outliers, definitely. You can find me examples for sure of 10-win teams that got hot. That exists. But you shouldn't be building your blueprint around outliers. And so, listen, I'm, I'm aboard. I'm, I am, I'm following this train here. But to say that anything can happen in the playoffs, I think, I think that's wrong. In hockey, maybe. Not in the NFL. Yeah. We definitely, this show has a different view than many about how how to at least put the recipe together to have potential success. I think it's that simple. Like I, yeah, I don't think, think it's anything difficult. can happen in the playoffs. Not in the NFL. No, I really don't. Uh, the examples that people are going to use obviously are the Ravens and Giants. But I mean, perennially the last few years, it's it's been the best. The teams that we thought would get there have gotten there. I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow and the Bengals got to the Super Bowl. That was awesome. But the Rams. We're able to pull it off, and and the outliers are are those Flacco and Giants years where it just that's a dartboard throw, dude, and you shouldn't be clinging to the dartboard throw. Like the the, the randomness of that is not where you should be putting all your mindset. Is well, look, it, it happened once before. Yeah, it happened once before, but that's not how this team can win a Super Bowl, and that's not how how you should be looking at it. Yeah. Like like you're telling. So I'm just looking at the teams this year. So you just get in, anything can happen. I think the Steelers, the Steelers got in. Were they going to win the Super Bowl? Right. <laughs> well, the, the the Raiders got in. Anything can happen. Just get in. No, I mean, you're not going to win. The, I mean, you're not going to win four games. I'm sorry if you're the Raiders. 
So I don't doubt was Dallas going to win it all. No. So that's a, that's an inaccurate thing to say. A lot of this also comes back to to the discussion of your quarterback, Be, because I would um, to, to go back to a question I think that we talked about on Friday's show. If you okay, so if you replace Kirk with Russell Wilson or with a quarterback who we trust more. Do I think you've got a better chance? Yes. Perfect? No. But I, I mean, flat out, I'm not I'm not going to budge off until I'm proven wrong. I'm not going to budge off the fact that I don't think that Kirk, if Kirk gets into the playoffs, right now, his his bar for what was successful is one playoff win. Like that's what we point to. He beat the Saints. Oh, how did the how did the San Francisco game go? Oh, he beat the Saints. So, yeah, but but but, you know, but now you're being negative. But now you're being negative. But now you're being. But negative. it's my but it's my job to be. If I work for a team, it's my job to look at worst no, case jo- to build no, best it's, case. It's your job to be blindly positive and optimistic <laughs> and provide hope and faith. It bothers me. That's your job. So, just to clear up that point, okay? It bothers me that an owner of the team thinks like that. The fan base, I really don't blame them. Like, I disagree with them, but I don't blame them. They're fans. It's fun. You you don't want to think my team might stink, okay? So I totally get that. Does it bother me that ownership is working from a point of being fans and sort of blind hope? Yes. I think it's counterproductive because, it, in my opinion, the owners are the stewards of the franchise in charge of building this thing to the right place. And right now, they are in no way, shape, or form understanding. They might have some good people, but they're not understanding what it takes. That bothers me. One more thing on this. like, So they've been around for 16 years or whatever as owners, 17 years. Just get in and anything can happen, right? So the 2008 Vikings got in. They went 10-6. and six. They got in. Tavares Jackson and Gus Farratt yep. were their quarterbacks, and they had you know a leaky pass defense. Yep. Like that team was you, – you, so if, I guess if you can't – distinguish a playoff team from a contending team right. after 17 years as an owner in the NFL. It's it's a little frustrating. You know, the 2012 right. Vikings, they won 10 games. They got in. Best running back in the NFL, MVP. Well, they weren't doing anything. Ponder in didn't start that game, though. And, I mean, Ponder had that great year. So, <laughs> Phil, I'm not quite sure that's a fair. That's fair. I mean, if Christian Ponder starts, that team probably wins the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. So I just I wish there was a little bit more with I'm talking about Mark. I mean I get you know I'm not trying to pick on JJ the right the no follower here, but like yes if you're if you're an owner of an NFL team for 17 years and you can't draw a distinction between teams that just get in and teams that are actually contenders, then dude, <laughs> pay more attention to the NFL. Correct. So anyhow, all right, good stuff here, boys. A little a little therapy there at the end on this uh, Purple Daily reads the comments edition of of Purple Daily. All right, we're back at it tomorrow every day here on Daily Vikings Entertainment Central Purple Daily. Please click subscribe on our YouTube channel. Help us keep growing that thing to build this community. We'll see you guys.